I'll come back. 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 This is a good time. This is already a good time. Hey, ooh, look at the fancy lines. Why is there like a lady doing a slip? Is that an ad? Yeah, yeah. Oh. they play ads. That's not a that's, that's most certainly an ad. I don't know what a FICO score is. Do I look like a grown up to you? Fucking right. <laughs> it sounded to me like you said, do I look like a cryptid to you? Why do you why do you do this and then where you why pretend you? you hear things other than what you hear? Either that or get your fucking ears cleaned, kid. This is running joke. Allow I can't get the fleam out of my ears. Oh, that's shitty attitude. <laughs> it's not wallflower, two separate words. Her name is Wallflower Blush. Yeah. Have you not seen Forgotten Friendship? Wait, she had a last name? Yeah, Wallflower Blush. She she all blushy uwu. She is perfect and precious and sunset's future wife. Yeah. And that's canon. Nothing can change my mind. No, it's Pinky. God damn it. Well, we still respect you, even though you're okay. Respect is a strong word. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> we still tolerate you, even though you're wrong and stupid. I yes, like yes, bubblegum yes. and bacon together. Well, I don't care what you like. You know who cares what you like, Enigma. No. Your dad. That's why he left. Oh, <laughs> did he actually? Five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Barcast, where the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders for this evening are Enigmatic Otaku. Are you watching, Dad? I hope so. A non-pencil. Say something. I said re. Ravish. I think I'm here. Milk. I, I'm actually Enigma's dad, so technically I'm watching. And I'm exhausted. This week, we have a very, very special guest. You may know them as the tragic patron, the patron saint of tragic nice. lesbians. Don't get it wrong. <laughs> Don't get it wrong, priest. You had one job. What are you doing? Don't read this part. What are you doing? Stop. Scampy. I'm gay. Yay! <laughs> I like how you said that. I like how you said that. So this is good. This is good. Good. Oh, for those who are tuning in for the very first time, hello and welcome to our community-oriented podcast where you politely request the guests. We politely ask them on. You ask questions and we make them miserable for two hours. If you want to catch up on past episodes such as us interviewing Andrea Lemon, John Delancey, Dusty Cat, Sore Shirts and Explosions, and many, many more. Check us out on places like Spotify, YouTube, and other places where you digest podcast-related material. We're streaming live on Twitch right now, which means that the lovely Anon Pencil is going to be watching the chat panel. Pencil, what are questions we don't ask our guests? We will not be asking all the awful questions like, you know, where do you live? What's your social security number? How do I find you at your home? We will also not be asking questions that have to do with politics or religion or questions that have to do with current fandom drama. Also, if you're an asshole, fuck you. I really don't care. I'm not going to read your questions. So don't be an asshole. Got it? Yeah. You guys know the drill. But hey, it's not all rules here. There's fun and games too. Priest, what is the drinking word today? 
Yes, our favorite drinking word today is Wally, Wallflower Blush. If we ever talk about best girl today, she is you, perfect. You need to take a healthy, responsible drink. Please drink responsibly. We don't want to send someone to the hospital again. Maybe you don't. Hey, crushed pelvises. With that in mind, Priest. we we have some standardized. Wow, I'm I'm bad at this. Uh, I have uh, a few standard questions just to lead us into um, the actual questions in the thread. Uh, just kind of basic introductions for those who may not know you, Scampy. Let's start from the beginning. Hey, everyone. Who are you, and what do you do in the fandom? Um, I'm Scampy. Uh, I write uh, angst and gay angst, and that's kind of it. Uh, oh, I held a contest recently. Um, pretty much, if you've ever seen anything involving Wallflower in the past like year and a half, there's a good chance that, assuming it's not porn, yuck, um, there's a good chance that I either helped write it, inspired it, or wrote it myself. Um, she's my baby. I have a totally healthy obsession with this, with this character. Um, I held the sunflower contest a few months ago. That was really fun. Uh, yeah, I don't really know if I have like a standing in the fandom. In my mind, I just have this little like gay little green niche in the corner. Um, and people who know that it's there tend to like it. So that's good. Good. Everyone loves little green gay niches. Uh, how did you get into uh, the MLP fandom? So, okay, so my brother got the orange box shortly after it came out. And in 2008, I would use his computer when he was at school to play a shitload of TF2 because I love that game. Right. Um, and God, I don't know, like 2011, 2012, I saw this random video online where some guy had like, taken like the the cupcake song that pinky sings in season one and like oh. made like a tf2 version of it and like animated it and i really liked it and i was like this is a catchy song what's it based on and then i saw the cupcakes music video scene from the show and i was like oh my god she's so pink i love her immediately and then i binge watched a lot of horses and i was like middle of high school and I have been either involved or looming in the corners ever since. Cool. You know, for a second, I thought you were going to say on TF2, you heard a drunk guy singing the Flim Flam song. God, I wish. That would have been a much better origin story. <laughs> um, what? Oh, yeah. And then I, I so I kind of left for, not really left, but I would look at things. But I didn't really do anything for most of the time until, like, late 2018. Um, I've written on a lot of different accounts. I will not tell anybody what they are. Um, but then on this most recent one, in like late-ish 2018, I decided to stop trying to write things that were like big epic adventure stories because I read Australia and of course I wanted to do another one because totally I was capable of that. And I, I don't know, I guess I grew out of that phase and started wanting to write things that were more about me, more based in my experiences, and I don't know, that just blew the heck up. And uh, so that's where, I, that's where I came from. Sweet. Next sweet. question's a little bit more difficult. 
Um, what do you consider to be your favorite part of the fandom? Like, what ends up keeping you here? The online community, the fanfics, cons, the music. What keeps you here? So definitely the people. Like, I like a lot of other cartoons. Uh, She-Ra, Steven Universe, Owl House, all that stuff. But I've never really gotten involved in those fandoms because, like, for the most part, the reason why I gravitated towards those shows was because I liked the content in the show. It feels like for MLP and Equestria Girls, the main reason why I've stuck around here so long and the reason why I like it is, is like, like, let's be real. Like the main content of like Equestria Girls, especially Forgotten Friendship aside, is not like mind-blowingly amazing. It's, it's okay. It's entertaining, but it's not like the best cartoon you've ever seen in your life. But like the people who like, I've met through this community have become like some of the best friends I've ever met, like in my life. Like I've built like a little friend group out of people I've met through FinFic and whatnot. And I don't know what it is about this community that like attracts so many cool people that I found through it, but that's really the reason I've stuck around is because I keep meeting new cool people. Also, because I like writing about a little green gay girl. Yes. I wish I could be friends with cool people over FinFiction. Yeah, don't don't get your hopes up, hon. I wish I could be friends with a cool green gay girl. To to clarify, they told me to bully that guy. So. Oh yeah, no, this this is right. (laughs) This is what you're supposed to do, and you're doing a great job. I'm just kicking back and enjoying. (laughs) Validation given. If there's one thing you could say to your followers or fans or the people that like digest your work like candy, what would it be? So I've gotten a lot of messages, like like DMs and stuff on Discord and on Fimpic about like how my stories have like helped people like come to terms with some of their own mental health struggles and stuff. And I know that for every one of those, and God, if I don't just sound pretentious saying this, there's a lot of people who have read those things that felt that way but didn't say anything. And I guess I just and and be aware people on the podcast and watching it uh, with me here is going to get, there's going to be some serious topics. I'm sure it's unavoidable. Um, So to everybody who really likes this kind of content, um, there's something wrong with you and that's okay. It's okay to not be okay. That's, that is like the core message of all of my stories. And that's what I really want people to be taking away from them. I think that's incredibly well said. You're incredibly well set. Okay, I'll stop now. Aw, yay! You gave you gave Priest a compliment. Now Priest is Now free. we're best friends! Yeah! I have a best friend. He talks loud. Yes. Okay, uh, all right, back it up. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh the next uh the show as we kind of know it, this generation for I was going to say fantasy, but like series, whether it's Equestria Girls, everything involving these characters is really kind of over. We're really moving into more Gen 5 territory. My Little Pony is going to kind of rebrand itself and really kind of reestablish itself, which puts our community into a really weird state of kind of adapt or just kind of dwell on the past. Where do we as bronies, as a fan fiction community, as horse connoisseurs go from here to stay relevant and strong 
as a Jesus. All right. Uh, I wasn't prepared to play life coach, but, um, hmm. Well, I, so I'll be honest. I have not seen the main series past the end of season five. Um, I've heard it's very hit and miss and I've not seen any of the stuff for gen five. I haven't seen the weird tiny ponies thing where they all have cell phones or whatever. Um, I don't know. I guess for me, the community as a whole has never really been something that I've focused on. I've always focused on like the people within it who I like being around. Um, I think that what makes this community really special and different is that like you, there are so many people who, no matter who you are, you're going to come into this fandom and you're going to start making friends. And I think the most important thing is regardless what people are writing, regardless what people are talking about, which series, which season or whatever, um, just listen to them and try, try to listen to them, not as like the reviewer or the author, but like the person behind it. Because that's how you meet really cool people. And there's a lot of cool people to meet. As for keeping the fandom together, I don't fucking know, man. I, I can't keep myself together. Are you kidding me? Yes, 110%. It's not the task of one person to go on and, and, and take that responsibility. 110%. All right. We scaled these in order of difficulty. Here's the last one before we throw you to the wolves in the thread. The hardest one. Who is best pony? The best pony, specifically pony, is Scootaloo. Because despite all her efforts to the contrary, she is goddamn adorable. And there's nothing she can do about it. It's but true. my favorite character is obviously Wallflower, then followed by Sunset. Because... Um, I mean, God, if Wally is not just an amazingly written character, never what I would have expected a character like that to come out of Equestria Girls. Like, I don't know if you guys have heard the full version of Invisible um, and the original version before they turned it into the weird synth pop thing that wound up in the show. Mm-hmm. But like, oh my God, she's just a genuinely sad character. She's this poor girl trapped in this self-destructive spiral that is fueled by how much she hates herself and God, if that isn't the biggest fucking mood in the world. Like, there's a lot of depictions of like depressed teenagers or whatever in media and like 99% of them suck. And having one of them in the MLP sphere and having it be one of the really good ones, just, I, I don't know, that really spoke to me. When when I came back, like Sunset's a great character. Everybody loves her. Um, but Wally really just stuck out to me as this character that, ironically, a lot of people overlooked. And a lot of people didn't like her by default because, oh, she hurt your waifu or whatever. Like, get over it. Also, Sunset is her waifu, so get over that, too. She has good taste. It's true. Very true. All right. With all that in mind, it's time to mosey our way down to the thread. We've got a whole lot of questions in here. Oh boy. Somebody downvoted Ravage like immediately. Which one of you did that? I mean, not, not one of us. For all I know, Ravage did it to himself. What do you say, Rav? Nah, I didn't do it to myself. Yeah. Nah, I don't downvote myself. I don't hate myself that much. 
Okay. All right, well, I'm nothing if not a slut for going to the crowd, so. All right. Let's two. Let's go to the crowd. Oh, Not boy. enough coffee is up first. Number one, are you posh? God, I wish. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know Posh. He is just the sweetest little bean, um, and I love him. I wish I was Posh. He's really cool. Uh, but alas, there can only be one Posh, and it's not me. Tragic as that is. It took a long time to come to terms with that. How can there only be one Posh, but there, but we're all secretly skirts? Well, okay, so skirts is apparently a posh alt, but oh. a posh alt is still posh. Maybe we're all posh on this blessed day. I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking more like Highlander rules where there could only be one posh. I'm surprised you didn't bring up pog instead. Like we're all That's... pog. <laughs> posh is Why? the true pog. We're just going to pog on down to the next question. How dare you? Oh, C squared O eight, who says or asks, is it Riley's influence that leads you to bapping hats? Is okay, it, so, so what is Riley? Riley is my cat, and oh. a bit of backstory. So in 2019, I went to BronyCon in uh, Baltimore, and I spent a lot of that time hanging out with C two, and he wore this stupid Santa hat literally all the time. And if you know anything about Santa hats, it's that it's basically a little ball that dangles down and is perfect to get bapped. So I spent a lot of time bapping his stupid Santa hat because it's hilarious. And to answer the question, um, maybe if it, if, he, if it did come from Riley, it was some kind of subconscious thing. He, he baps a little bit, but he, he's not that much of a bapper. By coincidence, while at BronyCon, if you happen to see a cringe group offering the Brony, sh the the uh, PonyCon shrine, a uh, cup of cheese balls, that was us. I wish I had seen that. I really do. I think I heard like people like maybe I passed Flutter Priest. I remember like hearing that name while I was walking around. So I'm really short, and being in a crowd full of people is basically like I need a tall person to serve as my periscope, and I just hear things. And I remember hearing somebody say your name like we're around or something, but. I hear Aww. you. I, I am a very short person as well, and Priest is definitely my periscope. <laughs> so, I feel you. It's, it's not easy being horse famous. Oh, you poor thing. It's, it's, it's terrible. Alright, uh, let's see. Up next, we've got Sledge115. I actually really like this question. How did you find your niche? So, I... Touched on it earlier with like when I came back to the fandom. So for a long time, like 2012 to like 20, early 2018, I guess, like the kind of stuff I wanted to write was the kind of stuff I liked reading, you know, like the big adventure stories that have like dozens of characters and it's all amazingly originally written and, you know, Australia, stuff like that. I loved Skirts' work. I harassed my way into being his friend and for the longest time because I just have a very unhealthy way of approaching my hobbies tell myself like I want to write like him and even better like I want to be as good at him at what he does as he is and I guess it wasn't until later like like 2018 when I stopped trying to be better than him and started trying to be better than me and Part of that was learning that write what you know isn't just some 
like right cheesy phrase like it really does make it so much easier to take like your experiences and your feelings on those experiences and put them into a story not just for the sake of being horse famous or whatever but it really did help me like understand myself better and that started with a sunset story um an anonymous story to my great shame i fucking hate that story it's terrible despite it being my most viewed and most popular story by far um but then I, so I wrote this sunset story, not having seen any of the Equestria Girls movies beyond the first one, like back when it came out. And so I told myself, all right, well, I'll watch the main four movies. And then I, I saw a clip from Forgotten Friendship that looked really good. So I'll watch that. And after I watched those movies, which, okay, like they're, they're not, they're not all bad. Like Rainbow Rocks is really good. Um, Sci-fi should not exist. She is an abomination who exists solely to sell toys. I hate her. I hate every scene she's in. She takes away screen time from more interesting characters and should not exist. And same thing with the Everfree movie. It's like, whatever. I don't care. But then I have forgotten friendship. And good Lord, if it wasn't just such a different tone from the rest of the series. Like, not only is it like the cat to Sunset's character arc, but like, Wally is just... She's not really even a villain. Like, she's not, like, the popular, like, well-designed doll of a girl who, like, has her magical, like, fucking mirror or cell phone or whatever. Because it's stupid. Like, it's so obviously just a character designed to sell toys. But, like, Wally was a character who was designed to be, like, the perfect foil for Sunset at the end of her character arc. But, like, after all the things she had done to make up for the person she used to be... Yeah, it made Sunset feel better about it, but that didn't do a whole lot of good for the people she hurt. And I, I don't know, something about that character just really jumped out at me and I wanted to write about her. And so she started kind of being my vessel for my own kind of repressed angst. And um, the more I wrote her, the more I realized that I really, really, really associated with this character, like on a personal level. And a lot of people were liking it too. And it's amazing to look at like, since I started writing Wally and since I started like gushing about her in every social circle I'm in, like the number of Wally stories has just skyrocketed over the past like year and a half. It's really cool to see. Sorry, I have to drink water. No, it's all good. Like I, I always Your like body to needs see, water. like it, a similar thing is happening in the write-off right now too, where they've adopted a character named Sweet Pepper. And they, because of their influence and they're just kind of creating a character for this little background horse, um, the, the, the number of stories for this character has kind of skyrocketed. Yeah, like, and, it's really and, cool. And it seems like you're having a similar effect with Wallflower Blush, because I will, I will be 100% transparent here. I, I thought, I, I didn't think much of Wallflower Blush. Like, I thought she was a fine villain. <laughs> And just kind of like, okay, sure. But now you've actually kind of invigorated my interest. It's like, I need to check out and see what the community is doing with this character. Because there's definitely a difference with the way that a community writes a character and the way the show writes the character. So what's like, really interesting about Wally specifically is the way she was written in the show is very, it, it very subtly codes her, well, not even really subtly, but it very subtly codes her as someone with serious depression and mental health issues 
And the cut content for her is completely unsubtle. For those who don't know, the end of her song, Invisible, literally ends, like, it gets cut off in the, in the movie, but the full version that you can find on YouTube literally ends with her making a not really at all veiled hint that she's having suicidal thoughts. And so, like, obviously that content had to be cut from the show. But having a character like that, especially in a world where, like Equestria Girls, where, like, okay, like, real talk, the Memory Stone and Sunset's Geode are just such a godsend from, like, a writing perspective. Like, if you want to have MacGuffins that lead to really great drama, like, those two are perfect. Um, and just, it, I don't know. I love that girl. Um, I've had several people tell me that the fandom's perception of Wally is basically just the same version that I created at this point. And I don't know how true that is, but I like to believe it because my ego likes to feel good. Yeah. There's always content bubbles that, you know, the, there's, there's a certain amount of people in your sphere that they just take Wallflower Blush their way. And then there's some other sphere, of course, that uses Wallflower Blush in a different way. But What's interesting is that, like, even outside of, like, the people who I know, like, she's written the same way. That's what I find so interesting is that, like, people I've never met, never heard of before have written Wally stories that are, like, very much the same kind of character that I wrote. And I don't know. That makes, that does good things to my, my ego. It just shows you're a trendsetter. You're an yes, indispensable exactly. pillar of this fandom. Okay, back it up. <laughs> Okay. Wish, but um, I actually have a whole uh, library of required wallflower reading. So if you are interested about reading more about her, uh, you can check that out. Yeah, I'll have to get in contact. It'll be sweet. All right, then of course, Sled says, "Give Riley a pat, pat, pat." All right, hold on. Thank you. All right, I brought him over next to the computer, or moved his bed over. Yeah. I gave him a pat-pat. Is he happy about the pat-pat? He is happy about the pat-pat. I am glad. Yeah. RK Striker JK5 is up next. Number one, what is your favorite non-MLP franchise? Steven Universe. Ooh. Definitely Steven Universe. I love that show. Who is Best Gem? Uh, Pearl. I love Pearl. Yes! Yes! <laughs> God, I fucking oh, no. love that girl. That's, oh, that's no. a, that was a weird way to mispronounce Caradot. That was a weird way to say something stupid nobody wanted to hear, but you don't see us complaining. I mean, we can complain. I'll, I'll complain. You can stay. <laughs> uh, making uh, friends at the expense of somebody. That's yeah. how being a good person works. Yay! I am a great person then. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to be baby talking my cat on the side. Just deal with it. It's fine. As one does. It's necessary. I'll just pretend you're, you're saying it to Enigma and it makes everything better. Number two. Have you done any fan-created works for a non-MLP franchise? Yes, but I'm not about to share them here because a lot of them are really crappy um, and I don't like them. Very, very fair. Um, last question from RK Striker is, is scampering about fun, or do you occasionally skitter? Um, I don't think I do either. Mostly I just kind of flop around on the couch and do nothing. 
Um, for, for clarity's sake, the name Scampi does not come from the action of scamping or from the food, although that is good food. Uh, it comes from a little sailboat that uh, my grandfather taught me to sail in when I was a little girl. Um, it was called the Lil Scampi. It was adorable, and I loved it. That sounds awesome. You sound awesome! Oh, I know. That's why I, I'm the host of this cast. Uh, Priest, you know that's just because the rest of us are too lazy to do it, so we force you to do it, right? No. Well, now you know! How can you know? Why, why you gotta rip off the band-aid like that? You gotta set them in first. You know oh. I go in dry, bitch. It's true. It's true. I am centers up next. Will we hear from Godot? Unfortunately not. So she's at work right now. Uh, that's my girlfriend, Gay for Godot or Godot. Um, I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong both ways. Um, so I recently moved to Oregon, uh, moved in with her because I'm a U-Haul lesbian. I will not apologize for that. I did not actually know what the phrase U-Haul lesbian meant, nor had I heard it until I was already a U-Haul lesbian. So that's funny. Um, so, I, I'm going to guess it means that at some point in your life you hired a U-Haul truck? No, it's supposed to be like how, I guess, with lesbians, like, you know, you meet somebody, you start dating them, and then within, like, a couple months, you've already moved in together. Yeah, it, it's, I'm looking at Urban Dictionary right now. A lesbian who gets attached very quickly. The joke yeah, that's me. Now, what would a yeehaw lesbian be? Uh, oh, God, this is perfect. Okay, so growing up in the South, I have through mitosis and being polluted by the populace, I can do a pretty good Southern accent. Um, fuck, now I have to do it on camera or my, I, whatever. I want to hear it. I, oh, hear I don't it. really give a damn what you want to hear. Oh, well, Applejack is a yeehaw lesbian. Jack is the worst kind of yeehaw lesbian. Cause she got a stupid hat. We don't all have stupid hats. I wish I had a stupid hat, to be honest. I'm a little disappointed in myself. It's so good. Man, the, the, the dead silence is really getting to me. Like, you oh, just like start screaming in the background. Cause I, mean, I do that usually anyway, but like, yeah, I can start just like, just, just screaming. Yeah, just start, just start screaming at random intervals. That always does people some good. Just gotta keep people on their toes. Gotta tell people, you know what? We gotta make sure that you're ready to go at all times. So we gonna scream at you at all times too. You're gonna be sitting there in your chair going, oh, listen to this. I'm listening to the barcast. And all of a sudden, something's gonna scream in your ears. It's gonna make you feel alive. And I think that's a good thing. And I'm gonna hop up and say, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Hey, Uncensored was a six out of 10. Yours was like a two out of 10. Sorry for what? For, for Southern accent. As somebody who lives in the South, yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing. Trust me, I get it. Like, okay. uh, I, I'm notoriously bad at accents. He's terrible. I mean, you could live where I live and have a bunch of, um, what do they call it? Uh, pretend cowboys? Fuck, what's the oh, name God. for them? Oh, yeah. Colorado's full of them. I thought Fuck you were going to talk about the reverse weeaboo where some Japanese mm. people want to be Texans. Uh, no, you, it's kind of the same idea. It's a bunch of wannabe cowboys that live up here. I forget what the term was. Okay, but do they have big hats? Some of them do. Well, then they're not big cowboys. That's like the, that's like the, the core of it. 
So there's different flavors of yeehaw. There's like the Texas cowboy yeehaw. There's like Bayou yeehaw where you might eat your cousin. Um, and then there's like Southeast yeehaw, like Florida yeehaw that's just really disturbing. Um, I don't know much about Colorado yeehaw though, but if they got mm. the hats, they're definitely doing something right. No, most of them don't have the hats. Most of them are, uh, how, do, how do I explain this? They're more like rednecks that want to be yeehaw. That is such a. I, I can't empathize with that. Yeehaw? Ooh, that is a good one. I gotta, I gotta steal that. Oh. Yeehaw. <laughs> because that's funny. It I is. Know, I live my life. Jesus. <laughs> now I feel like I'm on the path. <laughs> We're gonna move well, to see- the next question, meanies. <laughs> Mike is up next. He says, congrats on joining the BarCast. Looking forward to the show. Number one, what are the perks of being a wallflower? Uh, she is fucking stupidly cute. Like, the cutest thing ever. Like, that's it. That's that's the biggest perk right there. She is just fucking adorable. I've never actually read that book or seen that movie. I've heard it's good, but it's also a high school drama. And I typically hate high school dramas. So, I will agree with you on that. And your favorite characters from Equestria Girls. Yeah, but that's a different kind of high school drama. You know what I mean. Yeah, I remember Yeah, I remember that time back in high school where these girls hypnotized us all with songs and it turns out they were sirens from another world. And that's the yeah. average high school experience. I mean, you had that happen, didn't you? Come on. My high school sucked. <laughs> Number two. Is Sunflower canon, or is yes. it canon, as in a weapon of mass destruction, or is it canon, uh, i.e. the camera company? It is the first one, and it can be the second one if somebody denies the first one, the second one blows a hole in their sternum. Um, as for the third one, I'm not even sure if canon is still around. I don't know anything about industries. That's fair. But yeah, right. Sunflower is canon. If you've ever seen the Let It Rain video... When, when there's, like, that moment where, like, swings over to Wallflower's face and she's looking up at sunset with, like, like, okay, like, I'm a professional lesbian. It is my job to recognize these things. And she is looking at her with the quintessential I am in love with her face. And then sunset wakes at her. And sun- Wallflower has a sunflower in her hair and all over her pants. Like, come on. She had sunset all over her pants, huh? Yes. Yes, she did. She just couldn't put that on screen because Hasbro is cowards. Yes. Yes. This is this is good. Number three. You sometimes talk about how you personally relate to Wallflower. Uh, that being said, what would you say is your biggest difference between you and Wallflower? So, it's cheating, but I kind of feel like, like, I really relate to Wallflower, but I've also had a lot more help in my life than she's had. Like, I've been in and out of mental health treatment since I was 15. I've done inpatient. I've been on the other side of it, working in the mental health field. Um, And I feel like a lot of that experience has kind of given me, like, I still have a lot of the same feelings. Like the trouble with personality disorders is that you can't cure them. That's not how they work. But I've had a lot of experience and help with understanding how my own brain works and how to be more fair to myself. And that's something that Wallflower 
as we see here, definitely is still struggling with. Mm -hmm. And you're both green, right? Yes, yes, I am green. I actually am going to uh, Everfree Northwest with a wallflower cosplay that I'm super proud of. I found the perfect sweater on like some fucking used clothing website. And I custom made a memory stone out of ceramic and there's like a light in it and it glows and I'm very happy with it. Yeah, I saw that picture that you posted on the blog. And yeah. I'm sure we're I am absolutely sure we're gonna run into each other at Everfree Northwest. Yeah, if you see if you see anybody dressed as Wally, it's definitely me, because nobody else would bother. And um, if you come up to me, I found this candy called Glitterati. That's like this Italian candy that you can buy like 400 piece bags for like 15 bucks on Amazon. So I did that. So I'm going to be throwing gay candy at people. Yay. Yeah, um, so you can gay, gay candy, candy is my favorite. I like it. If you had to write a MLP fan fiction without Sunset Shimmer or Wallflower, which MLP character would you choose as the main character and why? Ooh, that's tricky. Um, oh. Oh. So, I, I guess, like, if it was in the MLP world, I'm pretty sure the only character I would want to write is Skulu, just because she's a precious little baby bean, and I love her. Um, I don't really understand her character that much, to be fair, especially later stuff in the show. Um... I, I don't know. Like, I, I really only write the stuff that, like, I want to read but couldn't find. Um, or just the stuff that I want to get out of my head in general. Um, I don't really know which MLB. I guess Moon Dancer. Moon Dancer could be pretty good for that. And and for Posh, because I'm sure Posh is listening. Yes, Moon Dancer is constipated. Well, well, oh, oh. I'm not going to explain that. So you to know. So I you want to know. Did we have to get Posh on here to explain constipated wallflower? No, not wallflower. Moondancer. It was simple as that. It was black and white. They don't even sound the same. Read between the lines, Priest. It was obvious. Hold on. How did I get the Enigma roll this cast? I. This is not fair. This is karma. This is karma, bitch. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry. This is why this is this is why your dad isn't around, priest. My dad is wonderful and just goes on fishing trips. This is not this is not the same. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's been on that fishing trip for twenty yet? years. Have you gotten I'm, your Anastasia toy yet, Enigma? I, I'm definitely not projecting or anything. <laughs> Mug, muggity. Okay. Um, for for the to explain the the moon dancer's constipated thing, um, so it's gonna post the, the image. So so I don't remember what prompted this, but I was asked to take uh, an MLP comic that has moon dancer in it and change change the dialogue so that she just says I'm constipated and holds like a roll of toilet paper. For like four panels, and then Rainbow Dash pops up and says Amogus. So I'm gonna drag <laughs> this in there, and do. I'm gonna drag it into the behind the counter. Um, That's pretty sus. Yeah, there it is. Okay, let's lore. see. Jesus Christ. Thank you for that. 
My um, I've God. also done a lot of I've done a lot of uh, versions of it because I I don't know it's easy and it's Photoshop. So I have one where instead of a mogus, it's shitting toothpaste. <laughs> oh no! Good. Yes, this is this is. Oh, I hope you're sharing this with our viewers. I'm learning so much about bathroom hygiene. Is oh, there is there Christ. a Moon Dancer is constipated story on Fimfic? Uh, no, but there should be. There's also Moon Dancer has explosive diarrhea, which is this one I just posted. Milk, share the image. Meh. <laughs> This is accurate. Explosive diarrhea. It's very different. Probably. <laughs> it's what like normal diarrhea. It's, it's like normal diarrhea, but with splash damage. God, I thought I was the prude. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. All oh, the like text lingo things, uh, Posh sent me some image that was like all those things standing for like different like things relating to shitting. Um I do not still have that image. I wish I did. Um, I would share it if I did, but I don't. Um, but yeah, that's where that came from. This I, is the shit. I feel kind of bad to the original artist for defacing their work like this, but at the same time, like, shitty toothpaste is funny, and I have no respect for myself or anybody else, so whatever. That's totally fair. No cheese no. crackers for you, only diarrhea. Yeah. Well, I mean, the diarrhea is for after. Speaking of diarrhea, we're going to Mugany. Okay. Ooh. Rude. Maybe. Mugany knows I love them. All right. He says, use a dramatic voice, please. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> what is life? What are we but specks of dust in the gigantic cataclysm of the space-time chaos? We live in a world... What are you talking about? We live in a world where we do as we're told and subject ourselves to conformity to hide the fact that we know nothing of the universe and beyond. We float on a lonely planet somewhere deep within an abyss that lacks direction. Direction. Men's intervention. Is that what object desire is? Welcome the to the Twilight see, Zone. The desire to see reality for more than what it actually is. Is it? I think that's the first question. Wait, is that the is that the only question? No. Oh, there like, it is. There five. it is. I see it. I just had to refresh. Yeah. Um is is the desire object desire is uh wanting more sunflower stories because they're perfect and cute. Yes. Okay. Alright, so... the next the next Something question. about Dr. Phil and Pokemon. Yeah, yes. So I write all this and all I can think is these are the actual questions, but keep the dramatic. <clears throat> what is the hottest Pokemon? Uh, shut the fuck up. I'm not into bestiality. If Dr. Phil pays money to watch Furries pee, would that be philanthropy? Uh, that would be a sin. The snack that smiles back goldfish crackers or willing cannibal victim. Well, they're not alive. See, they're actually just like a cracker that like had like the indentation pushed into them. Um, 
And if you're seeing them as living things, you should probably see a psychiatrist. <laughs> what do you There's mean no you don't? There. There what no do you there? It's okay. You're gonna be okay. What do you mean you don't bite off the heads of gummy bears first? <laughs> I haven't had gummy bears in forever. I do bite off the heads of Swedish fish first, but I don't know. I guess that's just because it's easier to hold them at the tail. Oh my god, you sick fuck degenerate! <laughs> wow, milk. No, wow. you shared it full of goldfish. Every time you share a picture of your fucking desktop, we always see like empty bowls yeah, and fucking clean, cups. Clean your fucking desk, Jesus. It's got. Do we have the same keyboard? We have the same keyboard, except mine is gay. I have mine doing like a rainbow wave across it. Here, I'll like, I'll like uh, I that? never thought I would see a gay off. A, a, a gay off! Honey, honey, do you know? Honey, do you know who you invited on this podcast? How did you not think this was going to turn into a gay off? I mean, wow, that, that is like, wow. Damn, son. That's, at, that's least you're Coke, at least you're drinking Coke instead of Pepsi, so, you know, it could be worse. Oh, no. The fight is, there's a fight coming. I'm ready for it. Sit down. Get your popcorn, kids. We have so two gay I, people who are going to fight about Pepsi. I grew up in Georgia, okay? Like, as much as I hate the state, I'm contractually obligated by virtue of a birth certificate from Georgia to hate Pepsi and everyone who likes it. Just because you live in a state where they call everything Coke doesn't mean you have to live and drink that degenerate stuff. They call everything Coke, you dumb motherfucker. They call everything Coke. I live Oh it's God. even worse! Oh, I want you smart <laughs> it's even worse! And like, you have like a driver's license probably. How are you smart enough to do those things but you can't figure this out? Like, like you want basic problem solving skills. The problem is that it's coke and that's the problem. Matt, I can't help you. You need to be at home. Oh my God. Are we talking about pop right now? Because then- No, get out! I'm drinking Dr. Pepper over here. Dr. Pepper is valid. Dr. Pepper is valid. I'll give you that, yes. I water like a bitch, so. Same. I mostly just drink water anyway. But, like, fucking Pepsi. Unbelievable. Mm, 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 mm. Can't be friends no more. I'm sorry, we just can't be friends anymore. Pepsi has Pepsi, man. What does Coke have? Cocaine. Santa Claus? No, they have cocaine, which is a valid thing. That, that They have that. Also... Priest, what's the next question now that we've, like, witnessed the greatest battle of our time? On it, the better, it better not be fucking coke-based on this next question. How your day? Pretty good. Uh, this has been fun so far. Uh, I've been drinking a lot of water. I kind of have to pee, so the break in 15 minutes will be good for me. Um, I'll be honest, I was super nervous before coming on here, just because I've never really done anything like this before. Um, but... Now that I'm in the group, I don't know. It's really fun. I'm having a good day. Yay! You know, you, you know what would ruin your day? If one of us were to hire a commission artist to draw Wallflower drinking Pepsi and enjoying it. It would kill you and then myself. Oh, Jesus Christ. And here on the podcast, here on the podcast, killing yourself is always an option. Hi, like, come on, this is scampy stuff, come on. Disclaimer, <laughs> don't actually kill yourself, we love you, there's always help.
Yes, please don't kill it yourself. Wallflower art, honestly. Like, she, Wally is obviously, like, she has a lot of problems, and liking Pepsi might be one of them. That's more reasons why she needs mental health treatment. <laughs> Eighth, eighth, if you're watching, you know what to do. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. If you do that, okay. if you do face Wally with Pepsi, I'll still love the art and I'll still love you, but I will think slightly less of you for it because it will mean you can be controlled. Behold. What the fuck is that? It's classic Pepsi too. This is, the, the problem with this, like, like, okay, I'm a huge prude and Wally is like super pure and like, she would never wear anything like that. Come on. That's not Wally. It's like a cosplayer. Put your tongue in your mouth. Oh it's, she it's She Hulk. I will not. Yeah, that's She Hulk. No, not you, the wallflower. Oh, okay. I hate it when people take selfies with their tongues out. Like, Jesus Christ, put that away. That's disgusting. But they gotta be the next Belle Delphine. Oh God, I wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> Girl, we're, she not, existed. we're not gonna get into. We're not gonna get that dramatic. Hey, not, like, as, a, as a hashtag gamer girl, that girl oh, no. makes all of us look bad. Fucking Christ. Any, anyway, hey priest, it's time for you to do your civic duty and and recite song lyrics. Um, oh God, is it posh time? It's posh it's time. Po okay, this is a Persona song, so just. Suffer through that. Uh, Persona 3, yes. I don't fucking know. I've never played Persona. I'm not a weeb. Oh, okay. Um, how should I read this? Should I try and do this the way that I think this? Like, read it like a poem, but like no. slam poem. Okay. Yes, like slam poetry. Yes, that's perfect. Ba baby, baby, baby. Baby, 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 baby. Yeah, yes, the battleground's right here. It's a man's world. Come on. Can I go to the bathroom while this is happening? And just like gotta get ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go do it. Go, 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 go. Gotta get ready for this right here. Heyo! Fears awake, anger beats loud, face reality, never beat charity, move ahead of me, the enemy, your fighting covers all society, damn right, mommy's not here, gotta fight all night, right here, shadow 10 o'clock direction, seize the moment, destroy the nation, your rhyme is slow motion, give me motivation, freaked out now and dead on arrival, what? Roll up, around, spit out, all over. Rhyme like a rolling stone, come in a crowd. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a child. You can do uh, it, you can do it. Watch out, they move, they diss you loud. Guess what this sound, it bombs whole ground. So round up. 
don't ease your pace cause enemies brutal moment of truth there ain't no truths you're the only one one world one love and the battle goes on shadows of mass destruction ooh yeah da 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 baby baby da 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 oh yeah da 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 baby baby da 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 do you agree yes or yes no okay <laughs> yay good job we, we did it i'm so proud of you I, i'm proud of you Aww. you're here uh posh then asked coffee are you but this isn't your time coffee Jeez. This is posh time. This, yes. All time is posh time. Bicyclette is up next. If you can have a do-over on any of your old stories, which one would you remake and why? Definitely Last Light. I fucking hate that story. So, so that was the first thing I wrote when I came back. And it's like, okay, first off, it's an anonymous story. So it's automatically bad. There's one good anonymous story. It's called Rise Again. Duff, please write the next chapter. Every other anonymous story is bad. They're they're bad. There's I'm sorry. That's just the truth. Wow. Good high. to know. Good to know that you've literally discounted every single thing I've written. Have a nice day. No, I'm not a miss. Like like the fucking Equestria Girls thing. Oh, okay. No, never never mind. We're we're fine now. Yeah. No, anonymous. Like the thing where Sunset got cyberbullied in the comics or whatever. And like, there are no good stories that center around that other than Rise Again. And the problem with Last Light, right, is that I had no idea what I was doing the whole time I was writing it. I would literally sit down and, like, fucking improv what happened in the chapter as I was writing it. And as a result, the whole thing just feels kind of sloppy. Like, there are some good moments and some good scenes, I guess. But, like, the whole thing is just a mess. And, like, if I could go back and do it, I would definitely focus more on the structure of it. Because the pacing is all over the place. They're just, ugh, yuck. Anyway, I'm done, I'm done screaming. Sorry. No, please keep screaming. The next question is, um, <clears throat> do you have any story ideas that you don't think you'll ever get around to writing, but really wish you or someone else would? Oh, my God, yes. So, and, like, really bad at, like, the actual writing part of writing. Part of that is that, like, I've been really distracted and busy with real life stuff for and now that things have kind of settled back down, I've done a little bit more writing, but, like, I have so many ideas for stories that I wish I could see that just, like, I don't want to put in that effort, man. Like, I, yes, I, I could write these stories, but I know I won't. Like, I had a story idea, right, that I even had a friend drop cover art for. Um, and all I'll say is that the title of the story is Bonkers for Her Honkers. And... God, I want that story to become a reality. Just... This is a great title. I'm just going to tell you right now, that's an amazing title. If Lamb were here, he would be, like, wheezing out his nose. That is hilarious. Here, I'll, I'll post the, uh, the little, like, description thing. In Please the... do. Please do. There. And there's the art, by the way. It's by my oh, friend Zandra. Yeah. She's wonderful. That's, oh my quite, God. that's quite some, t some titties. There's so some that's... titties there. So the idea behind the story... So the idea behind... Oh, come on, man. It's just cleavage. Everybody's seen boobs. This is the internet. Oh, so, no, it was not a complaint. Believe me. 
So the idea behind this story was supposed to be like, it will hopefully eventually be like, you know, Wally is very self-conscious about how she looks. If anybody has read any of my stories, they're probably, especially the ones about, like specifically about Wally, I'm, there's a bit of a trope that goes on with them because every one of my stories is projected that uh, Wally struggles with self-harm addiction, which I'm currently 146 days clean, dab. I did just dab in real life. Um, yeah. Congratulations. So, so one of the things with this is like, or with that is like, you know, intimacy is extra scary because, you know, you spend all your time behind big fluffy sweaters so that nobody has to look at your, your arms or always your jeans. So nobody has to look at your legs. And so the idea of intimacy is really scary for someone coming from that situation. So that's what this story was kind of supposed to be like. And it was supposed to be, you know, like, like I bait people with the clickbait fucking cover art of titties or whatever. And then it's like a wholesome story about like love and not caring about superficial things and being supportive. But I don't know, man, that title, that's the only good part about it right now. I demand you complete this story. You have me intrigued. Yes. Bonkers I love when you finish third roommate. Third roommate. Let's not talk about that right now. No, let's not. That's somebody else's story. I was like, what are you talking about? I don't know what that is. He's throwing shade back at him because he has a story that he refuses to finish because we pointed out to him that it's a self-insert. And now he won't finish it. And now he refuses to finish it. (laughs) I understand that, honestly. I have a story called Pass On that is sequel to Last Light, which, again, the stories blew up and had, like, thousands of views and whatever. And I get DMs, like, maybe, like, once a month asking me, when am I going to continue that story? Look, man, that story sucks. That story is terrible. Like, please, read my other things. Like, just give up on it. There's nothing of value to be found there. Give up on anonymous stories. Branch out. It'll be, it'll be better. Just trust me. Yes. It's hard to want to finish a story when you have, when you hate the story, you know? Yeah, no, I, I I really empathize with that actually. Yeah, um, priest. What was the name of that story? Of your whatever was it called? Office, office affections, um, business affection. Uh, what was oh. it? Office love. Office love. love. Office yeah. love. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I even had I even had people in, in a thread on 4chan even message me about that. Oh God, like, 4chan. Let's people are not, look, man. Sometimes people over there hate me. I don't. I don't know. Let's not talk about 4chan. <laughs> Fair. 4chan. I think you mean more questions. Hellblazers up next. I don't think that's what they meant, but okay. That was terrible, priest. But please continue. Are there any questions besides <laughs> uh, sunset and wallflower you really like or want to write about in the future? So, yes, I do have one story that doesn't have them in it. It might have them on the side. I don't know. That I really wanted to write for a while called Borderline, and it would be about Sour Sweet. Uh, mostly because C-Squared, a good friend, really likes Sour Sweet. But almost every Sour Sweet fic is a romance fic, and generally C2 hates shipping. So I wanted to write, like, a, a Sour Sweet fic that's more in line with what he would like. And I have a little outline for it. But shortly after I did the outline for it, uh, one of the discs in my spine, like, blew up. And I spent a lot of last year, like, doped up on pain meds and wanted getting spine surgery. So needless to say, I never got around to finishing that. And, yeah, I know that's kind of a big thing to just drop in the middle. Sorry. 
Um, but yeah, so sour sweet. I, I really do want to write that story. I know how it should go. I just have to get off my stupid, fat, lazy ass and do it. Can't believe Bane, Bane himself, broke your back just to stop you from writing that story. I probably deserved it. All right. Now we're up to questions from the Sleepless Beholder. And Sleepless is, is certainly living up to his name because I think he stayed up all night putting all these questions in. Here we go. Number one, how's your barcast experience so far? It's been fun. It's been really fun. You guys are cool. Aww. Wait, real quick. Nice. It's, uh, it's, five, it's been one hour. Do you want to do that break for everybody else? Yeah. Now? I don't know if anybody else has to pee. It is time. It's been time. You hear it that, Seth? Someone called me cool. But like, then we could do the long question thing afterwards. I don't know. Yeah, that's a great idea, and I recommend it. Not a great idea. Yay. All right. This week for our ad, I'm going to bring on a very special guest, Enigma's dad. Enigma's dad, how happy are you to be here? And he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that means I have to use Enigma. Enigma. That's rough, buddy. Oh, I'm still waiting for my dad to answer. <laughs> You're gonna be waiting a long time. Jesus. Did you did you know that we actually try to do something productive with this podcast, Enigma? I'll answer for my dad since he's being unusually quiet. Uh sure. You do? Okay, then I guess I don't need to tell you that we actually raise money for Red Wings Horse Sanctuary out in mid California for a horse named Little so Bit. Cool. That uh, right. the the users actually voted on and uh, we donate uh, several hundred dollars to them a year. I don't have to tell you that, do I? Cool. One question, though. Yes? What's a horse? I'm very disappointed in you. So instead, I'm going to tell you that we raise these funds through uh, people who watch our streams donating things like bits, which they can do for free by watching ads through the Twitch interface. Just hit the little bit in the little right icon, and you can watch ads to get some bits and donate them. We'll read your name at the end of the cast if you are the top bit donator. So thank you very much for everyone for your continued support. There's other ways you can support, too. By disabling your ad blocker and ignoring my dog's shaking, uh, you can watch the videos on YouTube, which gives ad revenue. And in addition, you can subscribe to our Patreon, which gives you very sweet uh, benefits in our Discord server such as suggestions for game nights, being brought in on game nights, and now even being able to throw in suggestions for what we do on our monthly movie night. Exciting stuff. Isn't that right, Enigma? Talking to me or my dad? Is there anything you'd like to say to your dad before we sign off this advertisement? You're proud, right? I wrote so much horror stories. I'm home, right? Right? And that's all the time that we have for the ad. Thank you, everyone, for supporting the Barcast, and hopefully this year we can donate several hundred dollars more than the previous years. Yay! Yeah. Yay? Yay. Very much yay. Yay. Definite yay. And hopefully this this horse doesn't die this time. (laughs) I know it's accurate because the horse did get old and pass away the last where we sponsored, but it's not like it just randomly up and died. He was an old horse. He was an old man horse, and he had a good 
last part of his life because of your donations out there, everyone. So please don't think that if we don't do, you know, donate to the horse, it dies, okay? But if it yeah. makes me want to donate more money, yes, if you don't. No, God! You make us sound like the last horse died under mysterious circumstances. Yeah. I, I mean, they did give us a letter that said he made some really good glue that day, so I don't know. Oh, fuck you guys. Wow! Just for that milk? Just for that milk? Well, no, your your mic doesn't work, so I'm not going to have you read questions. Um, He's I'm now a hat on somebody's head somewhere. Rav or pencil, rock, paper, scissors to read some of Sleepless Beholder's questions. I, I can do it, unless Rav wants to. Do you want to, Rav? Not at the moment. Fantastic. So. Now that. Yep, here we go. How old is Riley, and how many pats do you give him per day? He is a little over five years old. I found him as a baby in a parking lot, so I don't know his exact birthday, but it's sometime in May. And I give him more pats than I'm willing to count, because he's Aww. precious and he deserves them. And I'm going to pat him right now. He's asleep. That's lovely. He's a sleepy boy. That's very lovely. You're very lovely. No, you! Uh, is, is ketchup a smoothie since tomato is a fruit? Man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, what general advice would you give to someone who's struggling with mental health and psychological problems? First, I would tell Ooh. you don't drink don't drink uh, ketchup as a smoothie. But yeah, don't drink ketchup as a smoothie. Um, so okay. So the most important thing you can do for yourself is to be honest with yourself about how you feel and the situation you're in. Because I know from experience, when you're really deep in like depression and stuff, there's a real desire to stay there, you know, cause it's comfortable and it's horrible, but it's it's horrible in a kind of easy way that at least you're used to it. Like, like sitting in a dark room, you know, you could turn the lights on to see, but it'll hurt your eyes for a little while. Um, you need to be honest with yourself about how you feel and about what you plan to do with it. Um, I remember when I was an inpatient, uh, there was another person who came up to me under circumstances I won't go into and told me, you're not trying. We all, you, you know, and I know that you're not trying and nothing is going to get better if you don't try. And the first step to that, the first step to me trying was to be honest with myself that Part of me really didn't want to because I didn't want things to change because I was used to this and I had, in a weird way, I was good at it. I was good at being really depressed. Like I knew, I knew what to expect and to get out of that, you, you really have to have emotional honesty with yourself and with the people trying to help you. People really do want to help you. Um, when I was in there, uh, therapists, I always felt like, oh, they're only here because they're getting paid to do it. The reason they went into that job is because they care, because they're not pretending. And if you're honest with them about how you feel and why you feel that way, even if your answer is, I don't know, they will be able to help you so much and it will get better. Do you follow that advice yourself? Uh, sometimes, not... More than I used to, less than I should. Yeah, that that's the that's the big thing. Yeah. Is, do you, I give myself very good advice, but I seldom follow it. So. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten a lot better at that over the years, but it's 
you know, it's still something I struggle with. But I think being mindful of that is being mindful of when you're not being honest with yourself is is a really yeah. good way to force yourself to do it. Denial is very warm and easy to sit in. Yes. On a vaguely lighter note, how was your experience reading Background Pony? Oh, man. So I read this story when it came out, and I remember when the ending came out, and a lot of people were like, oh, my God, this is so sad. I hate the ending. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know. I love the ending. I found it weirdly uplifting in a way that everything she did, um, despite nobody being able to remember her, it all the impact that she had was still there. People still felt her, even if they didn't know why. And yeah, at the end of the story, it's sad to see her not get the catharsis that you wish you got, that you wish she'd gotten. But it, it's, I think, the core of that story and the thing that Lyra really learns is that it's not about her, and that's why she makes those sacrifices. So I, I love the ending. He nailed it. Skirts is a good bean. Hey. Well, if you're listening, Skirts, you're a good bean. Yeah, you are. Bitch, I know you're listening. If you're not listening now, you're going to watch this on YouTube later. You'll be I getting mean, gifts in your Discord inbox for this. <laughs> so, where did Sunset and Wallflower have their wedding and their honeymoon? So, what? I'm not sure. I'd like to believe it'd be somewhere up in the mountains, because that's what I do. And as I understand it, Wally is basically just me at this point. Um, as for honeymoon, I always like the idea of them like going on like a trip to Equestria, just because I don't know. I think Wally would dig that. Sounds lovely. Well, let's let's get real feelsy then. What's the most nostalgic thing you can think of? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't really remember a lot of, like, my early childhood or, like, even teenage years. I don't know. My brain just didn't hold on to any of that. Um, probably the first season of Steven Universe really means a lot to me because of I found that show when I was in a really bad place, and I binge-watched the entire, like, first one and a half seasons. And... Mm -hmm. It really did make me feel better. And like I literally stayed up from like 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 till like 7 a.m. watching the whole thing. Um so I don't know. Whenever I whenever I watch those episodes, I remember kind of just like that vague sense of comfort, even though I felt really awful and bad things were happening. It feels very safe in a way. I can I can totally understand that. I'm I'm very fond of Steven Universe myself. So I definitely understand that. Uh, possibly related. What's your favorite thing to do in your spare time? I'm really into cooking right now. I'm yeah. really, really into cooking right now. So I've been doing an intermittent fasting diet, um, which is very helpful. I've lost like 15 pounds in about a month, which is cool. But I'm only able to have one meal a day. And so the tragic irony of this is that I've discovered how much I love cooking and that I'm really good at it, which is basically just when I say good at it, I'm just following binging with Babish's instructions step by step, but whatever. <laughs> um, but I'm only having one meal a day, so I can only make one thing a day. But I'm really, I've really been enjoying it. I baked bread for the first time the other day, and it came out oh, wonderfully. And it was just super yummy, and I loved it. I, I love cooking. I, I bake bread regularly now, so I highly recommend doing it. It's very rewarding. Fresh out the oven bread, man. It's 
so much That's better. The That's the good shit. Uh, wow. Okay. Do the syllables, syllables, something syllables. I don't no, know. I, 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 think, I think I got this. Let's All see. right, nail it. Do, uh, it. do the telerik, uh, urmanetic, incasia transform the anatretic, peripatetic of Aristotelian philosophy by the factual iniquity of non-dogmatic Socratic dialogues. Like the last part was easy, but the rest of it was did, difficult. Did you guys know that a sea urchin's anus is called Aristotle's lantern? Yes, I did know that. <laughs> That's my answer. That's Yay. a good answer. We should have had Enigma read that one. <laughs> no. That would have been <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we'll probably move on to other people's questions because these are a lot of questions. And at the end, if we have time, we'll come back and we'll finish these questions up um, because there are 30 of them. I just want to make sure everyone else gets a chance to. Mm -hmm. So, Priest, back to you. Yay. I-Star is up next. What inspires you to write? Uh, feelings in my head that I want to get out of my head. Fair. <laughs> Who is your favorite non-Equestria Girls character? I think we covered this kind of- Within before. MLP, Scootaloo, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, best Sailor Moon character? Luna! I love the cat! She's precious and perfect and can do no wrong, and I love her. God, she's just fucking perfect. Okay. What okay. is your favorite song from the show? Invisible, without a doubt. Preferably- the original version, it's just the piano. It's literally just Wallflower singing alongside a piano. It's so sad and just somber and just, it, it sounds so much better than the fucking weird ass synth pop thing they wound up putting in because, you know, that's the only style of music they're allowed to do anyway. But if you look at the invisible piano version on YouTube, oh my God, it's so good. What are your favorite non-fanfic things to read? Um, besides Reddit, uh, fuck, man, I don't know. I'm not cultured. Um, I, I, I really don't know. I, I don't read non-fanfic literature anymore. Um, I went through a time where I wanted to feel like I was a smart, classy person because I was lying to myself. And I read the entire Federalist Papers front to back, which was interesting, but like that was the last book I read and that was in like 2017. So, and I only read it because I listened to Hamilton and I really liked it. So, you know. Alexander Hamilton. Yes, that one. Yes. <laughs> Do you like sweaters as much as Wallflower Blush does? And if so, yes. what are the best kinds? So, I'm very fond of oversized hoodies, uh, but I actually have a, a sweater that looks pretty much exactly like wallflowers. Um, and it is probably one of the comfiest things I own. It It's really warm, but it breathes really well. And I am the sweatiest human being on the fucking planet. So it's really nice to have like a long sleeve comfy thing that I can wear outside in the heat and not just look like I got fucking hit by a sprinkler or something. Next up, what is the best kind of ice cream? 
chocolate chip, not chocolate chip cookie dough, although that's good, and not mint chocolate chip, you fucking freaks. I hate mint. I'm actually kind of allergic to it. But regular oh, chocolate chip ice cream is super good. Yes, I'm basic. I will not apologize for that. Not right now, anyway. <laughs> hey, no one minds a little bit of basic in your life. I think I just made that up on the spot, and now there are people cringing. We're moving on. Why is marmalade the best superior toast topping? It's called marmalade, you yeah, fucking did you say marmalade? Marmalade. What if there was an orange themed superhero called marmalade? That's great. Um, so, Priest, I just have to ask, is this just a Midwest thing where you've only seen it written and never heard it said? Yes. Okay, got it. But I heard the, I heard the song. Like, yeah, it's it's. What what's the lyric there? No, 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 no. What's the whole lyric there? I don't know it. Lady Marmalade. I know. And that. that's why we're all disappointed in you. So, do you say molasses as molasses? No. It's it's Creole Lady Marmalade. Uh, this is, this is this is French. This is there's there's some French shit going on in this song. That's why they say voulez vous coucher avec moi. Like there's there's other French in this too. So no, it is not. They're they're not talking about marmalade, priest, in the song. They're not talking about marmalade. Well, gosh, you're so fancy and classy. But what are other languages? Then you feel special. I'm just saying they're talking <laughs> about something that's very much not marmalade. So is it like somebody's sweet ass or something? It's it's more like that, yes. It's it's good to know. Good it's to all know. it's all of that lady uh, jam, so to speak. Oh, girl. oh yeah, oh. Uh, I mean, I'm all about lady jam, but like on my terms, you know, like. But say, like you said, jam. Up, like, up the jam. You like that stuff? Hold on. Well, yeah. Schedule, like. Vampire's <laughs> favorite mid-month snack. <laughs> under the umbrella of prudishness like yes i know like repressed catholic girl is a meme but like i i don't know i don't know no like i'm out the marmalade but only when i want it under Otherwise, fucking just, like, good you um also i've never had marmalade so you know it's it's sorry is it it's like orange. orange jam or something? It's like an orange jam. It's similar. It's not exactly the same. They do some different shit with it, the way they made it, mm -hmm. ma make it, but it is it is very orangey. And uh, hot take, it's really not as good as jelly when it comes to adding it to peanut butter, but just going to say well, that. Okay, okay, what flavor of, peanut, of jelly is correct with peanut butter? Yes, there is a right and wrong answer. Jam. Oh, what flavor? Like, what fruit? Oh. I, or strawberry, I, actually. I really like strawberry on mine. I, hot take, I think I've really grown on peach recently. Hot take, hot take, shut the fuck up, it's strawberry. Uh, I make my own jams and jellies, so right now, the one that I use is a blackberry blueberry jelly, and Ooh, it's really good. It's really good. Blackberry is <laughs> really good. So uh, it's really hard to get a hold of in Georgia, so I haven't had a lot of it, but there's a ton of it in Oregon, so it, I mean, mm -hmm. it's good. But I, I'm, strawberry I'm is the objective. <laughs> strawberry is strawberry jelly is the master race of jellies. I've also had a really wonderful cherry preserves. Oh, cherry preserves are fucking great, but that's not matter. That wasn't even a question. That wasn't even one of the questions. This is a good question. 
just putting it out there. So uh, the answer is marmalade's not the best. There you go. Uh, Damn. A, a, to a, a toast. <laughs> We're gonna move on. Oh, you think you're pretty funny, don't you? Am I invited to your birthday party? Ice Star asks. Well, I haven't had a birthday party in since like freshman year of high school, so probably not. Just on the grounds that I haven't had one. Um, if if you if I do, you're welcome to come if you're willing to you know fly across like the entire country from wherever you are, the little corner. But not the back corner anymore. Thank God. Emotion Nexus is up next. Have you ever hesitated writing a story for fear of being too on the nose and vice versa? Yes, yes. Okay, so I like what fourteen stories um, that are published uh, on my account anyway. Um, there's only one that I'm really proud of, and that's Best Left Forgotten. And I spent a long time trying to figure out that story because it's a very sensitive subject matter for just to be open and honest about it, like I was gushing about earlier, it's a, it's a story about rape trauma because the way Bimfic handles that historically has always seemed kind of gross to me. Um, and just fiction in general, you know, it's always seen as this thing that like, especially I hate the trope where like you fuck the trauma away. So I wanted to write a story that's like what it's really like to go through something like that. And that is a tall, scary task to do, you know, especially on this side of all places. Like, how do I explain this horrible concoction of feelings to people who otherwise would have no idea? And their only exposure to it has been through very poorly written sources. So I think I spent like three months just working and reworking the first two chapters to try to get like that perfect balance of like, like, I want it to be uncomfortable and visceral and real, but I don't want it to be, like, gross, you know? Like, not in, like, the... I didn't want some guy to find it and then comment, like, oh, this is so hot, because you just know somebody would do that. Anyway, that's my soapbox. If you made any one of my stories, make it that one. It's the only good one. Okay. Then Sorry. Then we'll read that story <laughs> and literally nothing else. Honestly, I'd be happy with that. I'd be fine with that. If you want to read others, be my guest, but, you know. Speaking of making Enigma miserable, our comics' questions are up next, which means that Enigma gets to read if he's able to. Is that a donkey with a beret? It yes. is. Yes. There's a T in there, so it's pronounced beret. Oh, I, don't, I don't think technically it's a beret. And I'm sure he will correct me in the chat, but there you go. I know it's probably pronounced Arconics, but I'm going to pronounce it Archonics. I'm sure he'll love that. I'm sure he will. Ar so, Archonics. Archonich. So Artichoke says, Archie. <laughs> <laughs> you made a joke, Enigma! You did it! Congratulations! Oh, we're so proud of you, hon. You know, I know when I'm being patronized. Hey, you Are you sure? Shut up. Are you sure? <laughs> no, you don't. Shut up. <laughs> Arkin, hearken, what light through yonder window breaks? In the east, an enigma is the sun. That is to say, he can appear very bright. Tell us how not a small ponders prancing poorly of hail's howl hearken yet again upon this brightened realm. 
let not the claims of mere anti-parental ethical conglomeration parts we few Spartan warriors together upon this saint sacred sacral space. Bring now your pens, your implements, your weapons of creation. Stand forth, fellow few, for Enigma Otaku shall transcend trapeze with ideas fresh and new and worlds invigorating and energetic and guide us towards heavens, <coughs> heights, never before noon, known, plata brado nicto, that we might write the perfect existence and become greater still. What is your favorite breed of cat? Hey, so for Big things don't come from big words, just saying. Also orange. I like orange cats because Riley is orange and I love him and he's perfect. Yeah, they are pretty good. They're pretty delicious. Orange is yeah, my favorite like, breed. I will actually kill you. Yeah, they I started guess. selling it at the Panda Express. Ha season. <laughs> Am I popular yet? <laughs> you already are. You're here. Yay! I'm only here because Skirts told somebody to invite me here. That's it. That's not Maybe we listened, didn't we? Yeah, that's true. Love that boy. Also, the picture of the cat. Um, I want to boop that snoot. That snoot looks very boopable. Little did you know, that's where the self-destruct button is. You boop that snoot and it'll pop. No, no, it's the self-destruct button for yourself. If you boot the snoot, it'll rip your goddamn arm off. Oh, but you're... Isn't that right, my little snoot boop thing? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, I heard him meow. I can try to get one out Riley. Oh, I booped her He is completely asleep. I'll boop his snoot, though. Oh, my God. If you look in the right eye of the cat, you can see a ghostly image of a face. Oh, my God, you Ooh, can. You can see you him can in see the, the, the image of the photographer. Yep, in both eyes, yeah. actually. Wait, so a ghost took this picture? Something like that. Are we moving on, or are we still on the Enigma, the Boolean Enigma train? Well, you have to, did you ask uh, how the picture Train never feel? stops, man. Oh, yeah, 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 I, I want to boot the suit. Yeah, and we talked about, yeah. As I understand it, the Boolean Enigma train never stops. It's like that movie Snowpiercer. Yep, that's 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 the Enigma train right there. That's the Bully Enigma train, a hundred percent. Fucking knew it. I'm underneath the floorboards. Ooh. All right, Priesty Pie. Except there's no beating heart to hear. We go to Alex underscore next. Alex is up next, which means we are going to number one. Do you like mac and cheese? I'm such a slut for mac and cheese, and also in the regular way, but also for mac and cheese. Like, oh my god. Okay, so I hope you guys have had southern mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. And like, like regular like box mac and cheese is fine. I'm one of those weirdos who prefers Velveeta shell to like crack because I'm a bad person. Good. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're they're good. So um, yes, I very much like mac and cheese. It's very yummy. Yes. Number two, what's the worst thing you've ever had in your mouth? Huh. Oh no. Um I'm not gonna answer that question. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> That's fair. Now I really wanna know, but I also wanna respect your boundaries. Okay, I'm gonna make something up, uh or, or like something that's not the worst thing I've ever had, but probably like top five. Uh one time I was trying 
to just pet Riley because he's adorable. And his paw was dangling off the edge of his cat tower. And he tried to boot me while I was talking to him. And his, his paw went all the way into my mouth. And like, he like lightly clawed at my tongue and I had cat hair and my tongue was bleeding. And it was just, ugh, awful feeling. But I love oh. him though. He's okay. I have recovered from this trauma. Number three, what's the best way to answer the phone? Don't answer the phone. I don't want to talk to people. Text me, you fucking freaks. Like, the, the best the pandemic is that I can order a pizza on the internet, have it show up at my door, and never, and, like, the person can drop it at the doorstep, and I can get a pizza without having to speak to or see any other human beings. That is a treasure. It's true. Posh is um, up next again. Uh, they ask, do you know those guitars that are like double guitars? Oh my God, I do. So Okay, so one of my favorite songs is Magic Power by Triumph. And like one time when I was in like late high school, I was into like this phase where I was looking at old music videos. And the thing that struck me about the Magic Power music video was the double, the double deck guitars, which were very cool. Um, but also the, the shameless perms because it was filmed in the eighties and that decade was just a mistake. Excuse me? I will argue against that. <laughs> so in my mind, like double guitars and perms like like match up, like they're connected in my brain. Fair uh, enough. Well, if you like the double guitars, uh and if depending on how much you like heavy metal, like speed metal. Uh, look up Michelangelo Badio. Uh, yeah, I'm not really into metal. Um, I'm kind of a wimp when it comes to music. Um, mm. Honestly, a lot of my favorite songs are like from like video game OSTs, like Celeste. Oh my god, the music in Celeste right. is so good. Oh, Celeste is such a wonderful. And like, uh, okay. there's like a channel that has like all the background music from Steven Universe. It's just oh my god, it's so cute and good and mm. just oh my god. The instrumental stuff, but not really like heavy things. Right. Well, okay. So I'll just I'll 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 spoil it for you. The guy doesn't play a traditional double neck guitar like how one's over the other. He had a special guitar made that is basically two guitar bodies joined at the butt. So he has a, a hand out each side playing a left handed guitar and a right handed guitar at the same time. The guy started playing piano, but this is his gimmick now. <laughs> That's so, like the ultimate guitar, Chad. Right? Oh, yeah, no, and then later on, he had an iteration that was four guitars set up like that, and he had two of them upside down, and he had to have a special strap made for him so that he could flip them around and use them as he needed them. When I went to the, um, there was, there's a, na a touring National Guitar Museum, and uh, I saw this guitar that was purposely made. It had eight, eight necks and a harp attached. Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, it had seven players all playing at the same time to basically play one song, and uh, it was pretty cool. Nice. They're pretty cool. All right, Anon pencils questions are next. Pencil, do you want them, or is your cat being evil? I, I think I think my cat has calmed down. She's finally laid down I next to the me. Cat. I want to hear the cat. The cat is better. Right, hold hold on. She's 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 pretty well trained for this. Turkey. Turkey. That was Riley. Yep, that's right. One more time. One more time. Good girl. Oh, girl. Oh my god, little baby. 
She's 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 actually ten this year, so. Oh, still a little baby. Riley is goddamn gigantic. He's like Russian, Siberian, and orange patty, and he's like 16 pounds and like almost three feet long when he lays down, but he has the cutest little baby meows ever, and I love it. I love him. He's perfect. Well, she, she mm-hmm. this this little one, she's a she's a stray. She's tiny. Um, she's still very much kitten sized despite everything. And so I'm hoping she'll, now that she's been given some love, calm down and not start you're crying. Oh, you're a hero. <laughs> you saved her. No, no more, no more crying. Okay. I'm I'm very okay. lucky that I found Riley as a baby, even though he's a stray. So he never really looks feral. He's just Oh, all right. Like All right, vagina time. Let's do it. Vagina right. time! My favorite okay. time. Not all right. Get out! You're not invited. Oh. <laughs> let me put on. Let me put on. on is, the is, this a, is this a thing where I have to be a lesbian to attend? This uh, is the well, shut the fuck up thing. Where you is. shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> this is the. I, I'm gonna use that. This is the shut the fuck up thing where you shut the fuck up. Okay. <clears throat> well. What would you whisper into a vagina? Gay, gay, homosexual, gay. And what would it whisper back? Now that, I'm not sure. Uh, probably the same thing. It's just like an echo chamber, you know? <laughs> just echoes. Just like echoes of gay, gay, homosexual, gay. <laughs> that fucking works. Okay. Thank you for answering my questions. Over to <laughs> you. Oh God, I'm looking at these, these last ones. Oh God. Oh Rad. God. Why they have five down votes? <laughs> oh, they're we're, you're collecting the down votes, Rob. You can do it. Me, because I just wanted to feel the feeling. Hmm. Rab, it's all you. All right. You got you put yourself in this hole. Hey, it wouldn't be the first time. All right. <clears throat> what question? Uh, what's a question that you wish people would ask you? Oh gosh, I wish people would ask me more about like, like. It's going to sound super pretentious, but like, like the the experiences, um that led to me writing my stories like not like asking for like the play-by-play of trauma or whatever but like how i'm doing on those things i guess like are the things i read about do those problems still affect me which the answer is for the most part no getting better all right on with the weird shit let's go <laughs> none of that touchy-feely bullshit oh it's gonna get touchy-feely at the end Kind of touchy feely. <laughs> How do you have to wash your hands afterwards, but you know you'll never be clean again? I mean, well, what fun is there in being entirely clean? If you were the protag of a displaced fic, what would it be about and who would you be? There are no good displaced fics. All of them are bad. Everyone who writes one should be ashamed of themselves, especially if they do the weird fucking like. Resident Evil 4 merchant guy at a con thing, sending you as Rick from Rick and Morty into Equestria or whatever. Like, you need to stop before you have to be stopped. Like, yes, that's a threat. True. And I agree with you, but who would you be if you got displaced? Fucking no, I don't want to devote brain power to that. 
I guess it would have to be a character that I've cosplayed as, which is I've only done two cosplays: Molly, which will be at Everfree Northwest, and then Pink Diamond from Steven Universe. Mm. Uh, but I don't want to go in that Pink Diamond costume. It was really uncomfortable, although it was really cool because I actually made the gem out of like a like a epoxy, and I had embedded an LED in it and dyed the uh, the epoxy pink. And then Ooh, I, had wired, nice. I had wired a switch into the glove on my right hand so that I could turn it on. And it used two 3-volt batteries for a single 3-volt LED, and I could blind fuckers. You know, your other option is you show up in a question with a green face. Yeah, the other option is while I just walk through the mirror and is like, horses! And then she turns around and leaves. Alrighty then. Have you ever released a foot fetish or porn video, and where can your fans find it? No. <laughs> um, because I know that there are going to be people on 4chan watching, and because I I am probably too open about things like this, a while ago, pictures of me did get posted there, although thankfully they've been deleted. So ah. if you're looking for them, you sick fucks. Um, you can't find it anywhere because I deleted them all and they're not there anymore. Uh, just don't watch porn, man. There's nothing mm. of it. You'll live. So, no toesies for you fuckers. You, yeah. But yeah, like, you like, fucking degenerates. Like, 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 I'm not really religious anymore, but I do thank God for not giving me a foot fetish. Mm. All right. I'll be so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite MILF. Shut the fuck up. Really? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Elaborate. No, like this, I'm not memeing, and I know you probably know the image I'm thinking of, but I'm genuinely asking favorite MILF. I don't have a favorite MILF because I'm not a freak. Ah, okay. Okay, that's not entirely... The, the latter part of that statement is not entirely true, but I'm a freak <laughs> for different reasons. Mm, okay. Favorite non-pony? Wallflower, duh. Uh, okay. Favorite object pony, so soda pone, pizza pone, and so on. I don't even. Is, is this like 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 anthropomorphizing Ooh. like random objects except they're yeah. ponies instead of humans? Yeah. I will go get. I will go get my favorite. Yeah, because I have. So, I, I'm, I'm having trouble like visualizing what this is supposed to be. So she, she, is, she is my favorite. I will get her. Well, you, well, and you've got you got several really. Pizza Pone, who is basically made of pizza and whatnot, and yeah. pencil's going to grab the image. Um, and then you have Soda Pone, who is basically a glass bottle filled with soda. Yeah. Uh, I made I made a fire alarm pony uh, some years ago, for example, yeah. and okay, they're just why, all over. What? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? There's, because there's they're cute and they're fun. I love it. Hold on, I'll put it. I'll put it behind the counter. It's so there. like. Look, look, look. Oh, sorry, your cat is adorable. Oh, my God. She has little socks. I love her forever. <laughs> These are the ponies That's I cool. like. These are actually them. pretty cool. I like the cheese pony. I like cheese pony because she has, like, cheesy, cheesy body. Yeah. Cheese the pony steam, is good. The steam constantly coming off her makes me think that if you touch her, you get scalded. Yes, because she's I mean, here and your sinful hands can never touch her. There's a lot of really cute picture versions of her, like, eating her own tail and stuff. Yeah, I so. like the cheese. I really am digging the cheese tail and mane. So, yeah, I'll go with cheese pony. Or pepper. Pizza pony. Pizza pony. Mm. I pat hair in my mouth. Look. Miley, you're too fluffy. 
All right. If bats are the superior pony, how many Anons must we suck? Uh, as many as it takes that there are no more Anon stories on FinFic, because I fucking hate them. Okay. Now I feel a little attacked right now. <laughs> I sure Yo. hope you do. I hope you feel attacked, because I'm attacking you. You go right okay. ahead. It's not going to keep me from having, mm-hmm. you know, over a thousand followers. So go it's right ahead. not going to stop me from being number 31 <laughs> on the site. Ugh, yeah. yeah. It's also going to but it's going to stop you from having any dignity. No, no. Oh, what that? that? Never a problem, man. Don't even worry. That was never an issue. Exactly. Exactly. Dignity? What's that? I Is that a new kind of take? I say that as if I have dignity, too. It's like, what? You like the sad clean girl who cuts herself and ties a lot. Like, you don't have dignity. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, we're, we're, we are on a pony website writing pony fanfiction. Yeah. What is, what is yeah. dignity? Uh, I'm starting to think that drinking words should have been shut the fuck up, because that's been said a lot more yeah, than shut Wally. Shut the fuck up would be a great drinking word. <laughs> great drinking word. Uh, all <laughs> right. Water. Oh, no. I'll hit more later. Okay. Let's keep doing this nonsense. Yeah. Sorry, I had to cough real quick. Um. Wow, you fucker. How could you do that? Because I'm sick. Disgusting. That's disgusting. Are you ashamed of yourself sick. because you think that you should be? Nah, make me not sick and I will stop coughing. Uh, why is Spike the worst and everyone that likes him wrong? So, I have no feelings on Spike at all. I think he's just kind of, he exists. I made this like video a while ago with like those like shit, those like uh, shit post videos on Reddit were going around where they were playing like the Scooby Doo theme song mm. from like one of our modern shows and just like go through like clips set up with fucking shitty text. And I believe what I had for, for Spike Chipping was like a happy axolotl of just like Spike fans when people remember Spike exists. It's like, who fucking cares about Spike? Like, whatever. He, he's there. That's the most you can say about him. He exists. That's probably and, the best opinion you can have of him. A positive one, anyways. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate him. I just think that he's kind of like... Like, I like him in, like, MLP and, like, the early stuff. But I guess he gets wings later and, like, I, I don't know. I don't... Oh, he gets trashed later. Yeah. <laughs> really I, badly. I there's, like, an episode where it's, like, incel fit with rarity. And... I've seen a lot of incel fics with Spike, and just, I don't know, man. It's not my jam. I haven't. Now I'm going to go look for it. Okay. If you could start oh, an inter- You should watch my shitty video that I like. Because it's <laughs> stupid and funny. I, All right. I'm looking at it right now. It looks wonderful. <laughs> if you could start an interstellar war between any two factions, who would they be and why? start who write anonymous and people who write anonymous fics because anonymous being the sunset cyberling thing because with any luck they'll kill each other and the universe will be a better place i mean i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i could take a lot of anonymous writers i i'm pretty sure i could take them god mm. i hope so you can take yeah. me I baby hate, i hate anonymous stories way more than i hate anonymous stories so well, I, we, will, we will fight the good fight for you god fucking bless yes all right, now for the worst of feels. Oh no! Oh no! If... <laughs> I got two words in, and just like stop it, please. <laughs> I wrote this just for that reason. Actually, if... <laughs> uh, oh god, whatever, just say it. 
If dick cheese could be blocked and sliced for sandwiches, how much vaginal marinara would we need to spread on our avocado toast to make a fuck trophy? A flushed consolation prize is acceptable to. Yep. The question written by someone who has never touched a woman in their life. You think that? Yeah, I do think that. <laughs> oh my I beg to differ. <laughs> I, I. I'm not answering this because it's disgusting. Like, it's just disgusting for the sake of shock value. Exactly. Like, if you're going to be gross, like, creative about it, man. <laughs> you, you can do better. You can do better. I know you can. You should never read anything oh. I've written then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was the inspiration for this. Yeah, I, I have a very, I'm a total whiz when it comes to, like, gross factor stuff. So, yeah. This, I'm sorry, but the straight agenda is on you. They're trying to cut your feed. He's trying to say that there's some static. Oh, sorry. Is that better? Uh, a little bit. I have no idea. I didn't touch any wires or anything. It's better okay, now. That sounds good. <laughs> okay, right. whatever. We're, we're going to try and go at the speed of sound. we got 15 minutes left and 21 questions. All right. Uh, uh, Priest, did you refresh and look at the person at the bottom? Yeah, uh, so yeah. I, I'm, counting, I'm counting I am. Yes, okay. that's Yanny. Okay, I love sure. Which story in Sunflower Gardens is your favorite? So, Sunflower, so Sunflower Gardens is a nine-story, I guess actually ten-story series that I am wrote for me because, oh my god, they're wonderful. And it's by far and away the best Sunflower collected story I've ever written, read. Uh, they are way better at it than I am. Um, as for which one is my favorite, fuck, man, I don't know. Like, probably first day of my life because it's just so fucking awkward and cute and sweet and real and just, oh my God, it's so good. Like if, but at the same time, running out of air is like the one that I've reread the most. So I, I don't know, between those two, I have to choose one. So I'm gonna go with running out of air. Um, yeah, okay, running out of air, that's it. All right, and then, <laughs> We're going to go back to the Sleepless Beholder question, try to get through them. Yeah, and first one, favorite sunflower story, running out of air. So there you go. Boom. Favorite sad set story. Rise Again by Duck. Favorite Wally story. Um, exclusively Wally would be Blue Wallflower by Micah. What's the most ridiculous random thing that has happened to you? Um... Fuck, man. Uh, the I'm not taking sides on this. This is going to branch into politics just as much as I got to say the word Obama. But <laughs> so I lived in the South for a long time, and one time I was driving through North Georgia, and I drove past a plank of plywood that was resting against a tree, just a big old sheet of plywood, and on it, spray painted in red, were the words Obama, Obama impeach and impeach was spelled with two e's and this was in 2018 and i still think about that that piece of wood i want to meet the person who wrote it and just ask them a lot of things about life particularly where they learned to spell i mean they they did the school good maybe georgia schools aren't known for being good uh, 
up next? Do you believe in luck, karma, or anything of the sort? No, not even a little. Do you have any recommendations for my ever-expanding Read It Later list? Uh, the entire Sunflower Garden series, starting with Running Out of Air. Um, stories from the Sunflower Contest, if you haven't read them. There are a ton of good stories. If you haven't read the, the 11 winners of the five top five placements plus the judge prizes, you should definitely go read those. Um, you should read Rise Again by Duck. It's amazing. Next chapter when, please. Um, and I have an open library of required wallflower reading. That's all my favorite stories with her in it. And you should go read all those too. All right. Then up next we have, what is your favorite song? Uh, I'm looking forward from Steven Universe feature. All right. And number 18, who is the first author in film fiction you decided to follow? Start Spirits of Explosion because he is good and practice and I love him. I'm happy with it. All right. What career do you aspire for? I want to get back into mental health treatment. Specifically, I want to be an LPC, like basically a therapist, because um, I've been through a lot of things and I've gotten out of a lot of things and I want to use the experiences that I've had to help other people going through the same stuff. All right, number 21, rock, paper, scissors. I see his answer is paper, but guess what? Pick scissors! Motherfucker! Oh, got him. Hey! You showed that person on the internet. I sure did. Do you know a second language? If so, how well? No, I wish I did, but that part of my brain is, like, like I've taken Spanish classes and stuff, but I, I don't know. My brain just does not work that way. Uh, number 23, is there a place you'd like to visit someday? So I went to Rome when I was six because my mom liked to travel a lot and she was working with people in Italy. Um, but I couldn't really appreciate it because I was fucking six years old and all I cared about was like eating pizza and playing a game, my brother's Game Boy. Um, but I'd really like to go back there now because I'm a huge fucking nerd regarding like late Roman Republican history. And I'd love to, like, walk around the actual city and, like, see the ruins of the Forum. You can actually go to the Theater of Pompey, which is a cat sanctuary now, which just makes me so happy. The spot where Julius Caesar was murdered is a cat sanctuary. That's just so wonderful. And I want to go back there because it's just such a pretty city. Uh, is Posh a Scampi or is Scampi a Posh? We are all Posh on this blessed day. Yay. Would you change the past or predict the future? Um, I, I, I wish there, there are things that I wish I could change about the past, but cliche as this answer is, a lot of the bad things that have happened to me and a lot of the bad things that I've done have, I, I learned from them and they've made me the person I am today. Who there's things I don't like about myself, but there's a lot of things that I do like. And I don't know if I would want to give all that up just for another chance to start over. As for predict the future, um, time only goes one way, so you can't do that. And also, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Not really. Do you have a favorite quote from someone? Um, I forget which famous, like, 1920s or so author said it. I want to say it was Hemingway, who said, big emotions don't come from big words. I really try to stick to that in my writing, like... Because a lot of my earlier stuff for most of my writing career really was just such 
purple over the top, looking up syllables, just or synonyms, just to have more syllables in my in my word count, make it look fancier. But like, that's not what good writing is. And I really, really always have that quote in the front of my mind whenever I'm writing. Yeah, I like that. I like that advice. Well, scampi, ever have a scampus? Yeah, but you weren't gonna see it, bitch. Whoa. Yeah, what's this to refer to? Come on, what the cat? Yeah, no, like there is absolutely nothing else that would refer to. So yeah. don't, don't you worry. I do. I, I, I do already, and no, you can't have it. Mostly because I'm gay, so you know that kills like eighty percent of people watching this. Is chances right there? Also, I have a girlfriend already. Yeah, that makes it, that makes it a little difficult for the rest of us yeah, who are not, not in that category. Poly, I'm not into poly stuff. Which, by the way, polyamory is wrong. Polygamy, fine. Multiamory, fine. But mixing Greek and Latin roots is a crime, and you should be ashamed okay. of yourselves. Oh, we, okay. I was physically going to have to have an altercation with We you were so. about to have a conversation here right no, now. No, it's just mixing Greek and Latin roots. That is morally no, we're reprehensible. We're, we're, we're fine. <laughs> then you would absolutely I, detest the scientific community. For a second there, I was the un uncomfortable <laughs> puppet monkey meme. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Pencil and I, we weren't, we aren't even in the same state right now. I love whipping that out. And we were ready to go. I love whipping that rant out because everybody always responds the same way with like that like sudden horror until I get to the end of it. And it's like, man, shut up. It all turned out okay in the end, boys. We made it out just fine. Number Yay! 28. Number 28, what's your favorite type of ending? I like the ending where the lesbians get together and live happily ever after and they snoop and hold hands and have a good life. Um, also, more, have... gen more generally, like in my own kind of writing, I prefer endings that are real for lack of a better word like i don't like it when situations magically solve themselves or when a string of good luck makes things better or when a character suddenly knows everything perfect to do to fix all the problems that they have like real life doesn't work like that and i want like a lot of my stories do not have happy endings or cathartic endings because the stuff i'm writing about doesn't have happier cathartic endings and so why should i include that in the story you know? Anyway, that's my fucking pretentious ass rant. Up next, do you have any author in the site you'd like to collab with? Uh, with a few people. Dave Bryant, Wander D, love that boy, and Gadot, girlfriend. Um, I think I'd really like to collab with Duck, the guy who wrote Rise Again, just because he's really talented, and I think that if I can get him writing something via a collab, then Maybe it will get him that momentum that he needs to write the next fucking chapter. Jesus. It's been a long time. I want it. I'm impatient. It's a really good story. Number 30. What do you consider to be the best moment of your life until now? When I found Riley. Because I, it was completely on a whim. Was going to get pizza at like 1 a.m. Because I had total control of my life. 
And I saw this little kitten run under a bush and I wasn't able to find him after that. And I felt really bad because he looked really skinny and dirty and not okay. So the next day I went to my parents' house and got their squirrel trap. And then I went to a gas station, got cans of tuna, put some towels in the dryer to warm them up, stuffed them all together, put the trap under a tree and then sat in the car watching uh, daily show clips on YouTube for until like 2 a.m checking the trap every half hour or so. And eventually I came back and found the baby and took him to the vet, got him all cleaned up. And that was definitely the best thing I've ever done in my life. Is that where babies come from? Yeah, but you didn't know that. Man, your parents really did not want grandchildren. I don't know what that says about you. Yeah, no, they they really didn't too. They really I'm didn't. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't just pay my sorry. It's perfect. I posted baby Riley. That's the first <gasps> picture I ever took of him. That's the first picture. That looks like um, an angry chinch chinchilla. He had big he had big ears, and this is a picture of him after we got back from the vet. Uh, oh, I stayed up all through the night and and then took him to the first vet that opened at like 8 a.m. and some lady came out to my car before they even opened. I was like, why are you here? And I showed them the cat. They took him in, cleaned him up free of charge because they were wonderful people. Um, he's actually named Riley because I didn't know if it was a boy cat or a girl cat and I love Inside Out. So I just went with the gender neutral name. Anyway, that's Riley's origin story. He's precious baby. Here, and I'm going to send a grown-up picture, but yeah. And this, and this cat goes on to scratch her tongue later on in life. Yeah, I'm so proud of him. How it began, how it, how it's going. Huh. It's the yes, same color exactly. As my cat. Look at him. He's so good. You're so good, Riley. He's, He's sleeping right next to me. He barely fits like, in his bed. And I got him a bigger bed, but he doesn't want to sleep in it because he grew up in this one. He looks very, laying on his back, he looks very phallic looking. Like his knees look like balls. Can you do a favor and never speak ever again? Your words are like sandpaper on my brain. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then that's all we've got. This one's so fun. Thank you for inviting me. This is really, really cool. Of course. Um, if anyone, do you have anything in the works writing wise for us that we should get hype about? Uh, I mean, Best Left Forgotten is still ongoing. Um, I'm shipping away at it best I can. Uh, that's it. Um, really, I want other stuff that I want to write, but like that's the only one that I really care about people reading, for lack of a better word. Oh, oh, uh, I did recently publish a story with uh, my girlfriend called Accidentally in Yeet. And you should totally read that because it's fucking hilarious and I'm really proud of it. And the chapter title should give you everything you need to know about the story. I I actually saw that. I think it hit the box, didn't it? Yeah, it was in the box for a while. And the reason it dropped out was because she was trying to like mess around with the settings or whatever and accidentally unpublished the story. And then we asked Dee about it and he was like, yeah, no, that kills the heat. There's nothing we can do. Sorry. But... Oh, well, but the fact that I got to write a help write a story where we have chapter titles such as Wallflower Blush takes a bath with her toaster and Wallflower Blush steps in front of a bus and Wallflower Blush bites the bullet 
No, I was very proud of this. It's a very fun, funny story. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's an interesting this plugging. And if anyone wants to ask you more questions, where should they uh, bother you? Where's best? Oh for you? gosh. Um, if you have questions for me, I mean, I guess you could DM me on FinFic or comment on my page. If they're gross questions, I'm going to be ashamed of you and really disappointed. And I'm probably going to tell your parents and they're going to grab you. Got them. So, oh, yeah. I, I don't want people. Well, no, no gross is what you say. No, no gross. Yeah, no, thank you. Whatever that means. What language is that? No, no gross. That, that, I'm literally just like rolling my arm saying not gross. Thank you for joining us. It was it was a pleasure. Would you like to uh, drop a final drinking word on our audience so they can have another sip? What's up for Wally? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was super fun. All right. Well, then, in that case, thank you, everyone, for uh, joining this episode. Our top bit donator was Little Rose and Rose Little Anon, who donated a thousand bits. Thank you so much. We're excited to uh, get that is that like a thousand dollars? No, 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 no. It's it's much less than that, but it still comes out as real money to help horse charity. That's really cool. You're a good person. I'm proud of you. Aww. You so nice to us. Except Enigma. Apparently. Yay. Aww. I like bully. I, I I don't know. I'm very good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know how good I was at bullying until today. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna learn from this experience. I Champion hope we've been a bully. terrible influence on you. Well, <laughs> I still Yes! I, oh, you're I, my best friend now. There you go. See, I was holding on to this. Oh, friend did request. You, okay. Did you, did you watch the new episode that came out yep. today? Oh my I god! Saw it last night. No spoilers. spoilers. Not everyone here saw it. The cast, guys, the cast, the cast is is ending. So let's let priest read us out. Then you guys can gush about your favorite shows. Okay. Bye. Okay. Thank you, Please? everyone, for joining this episode of the Barcast. Your bartenders were Nick Kotaku. I can't wait to read about Wally's Honkadonka Badonkas. Ravage. No dick cheese, apparently. And Eat shit, shitty. Eat shit, shitty, Derek. Got my voice cracked. That doesn't happen in a while. And then pencil. Milk. I said things. Our amazing guest, Scampy. Yay, that's me. That's me they're talking about. And I am Flutter Priest. See you soon at Everclear Northwest. Yay! <laughs> yeah! Don't drink that, you'll die. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. You deserve better. Hey.